welcome back to Life Goals in Progress. I am going to be talking today about making better to-do lists because we love a good to-do list. And I feel like there's a few hacks that have really helped me to get better at to-do lists lately and things I've learned over the years that are just kind of like tiny adjustments to your to-do list to make it one, a little bit more doable to actually check off all of the things and then a little bit more realistic of creating them in the first place. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times with making a to-do list, you are really ambitious about what it is that you can fit into a day. So the first thing that I would think about is your actual day broken up into three main chunks. So you have your morning, you have your afternoon, and you have your evening. And we're kind of thinking here in terms of both work to-dos and personal to-dos. So sometimes I break that up after I've already written everything that I need to do, but basically that helps me compartmentalize what it is that is actually attainable within those few hour chunks and, you know, only having one to three things within each of those sections. Another really cute thing just for the start of your to-do list is framing your to-do list in the first place as a get to-do list. So I've heard this multiple times. I can't remember where I first heard it, but I know Grace of the Quench Collective has talked about it, and I think that sort of shaped how I frame a to-do list, but I also call it call it a ta-da list for playground of purpose because it feels like ta-da, like, I don't know, like a little bit cuter than to-do because at the end of the day, our to-do lists are things that we get to do, like truly. You get to go to the gym and take care of your body. You are healthy enough to go to the gym or you know, you are able to work at the job that you have. You have a job. (laughs) Obviously, if some of these don't pertain to you, that's fine. There are things on your to-do list that are clearly things that you get to do and taking the time to have gratitude or appreciation or just acknowledging that these are things that you get to do that day, I think is a really helpful place to start. Another biggie when writing down your to-dos is to use a verb before your action step. So writing something like write blog post instead of putting blog post as your your list item. I am not sure where this came from, but I feel like there is science to back it up. Let me let me BRB and, and fact check myself. Okay, so in my quick search, I couldn't find whether there's actual research toward it, but a lot of people talk about this. So basically using the word write or read or do research in front of the action step is going to make it clear for your brain to read and acknowledge that there is an action step going into this. And along those same lines, I really like to break down my to-do list. Like if I am doing something like record podcasts, I want to get a little bit more granular with that if I can and break that down into each of the podcast episodes that I am recording and then also having editing be a second to-do list item on there as well. Mostly because I'm able to check that off a lot faster and it makes me more excited to continue with my to-do list. If I have a really big chunky task that has multiple little parts into it, I'm not able to check off that task until way later on after, let's say like a few hours worth of time. That isn't as satisfying to me and also makes me kind of forget about my to-do list. And so I really like to break tasks down as small as I can get and I also 
cheat cheat code I love to put in tasks that I have already done and also just some like little around the house kind of tasks that I want to get done that I probably like will do automatically and usually wouldn't put on my to-do list but I have found that when I do that and when I can check something off pretty immediately I feel so much more empowered to finish off my to-do list and to have the satisfaction of a completed fully checked off to-do list also I use ClickUp as I've talked about so many times we have a whole course on it love ClickUp but for to-do lists I am kind of back and forth honestly of physically writing down my to-dos or putting them in ClickUp in like a dashboard little checklist situation but I like to keep it as simple as possible and sometimes honestly just writing things down and having the physical cross off of it is so powerful and so it depends on the day whether I go about click up or writing it physically down but writing it down really is like it still it hits different it always will I think as a lot of people say putting it on your calendar like physically adding in those things is really important too I'll do this for sure for certain things I'll do it for personal events that I have going on and I'll make sure to put notifications on that too so that when I need to get ready or leave the house then I know what that time frame looks like so I don't you know miss it and I do that especially for my workout I always put those on my calendar and always put those notifications on so I don't do it for everything I think time blocking which is what that's called when you put everything on your calendar and really segment off times for certain activities and all of that I think it's really great it works for me sometimes I'm not super routine about that and oftentimes what I put originally in those blocks isn't what I feel like doing at the moment so I'm still working on getting more into time blocking and calendar management and all of that kind of stuff but Ultimately, right now, what I'm finding more pleasure and satisfaction and upkeep, (laughs) the ability to do is with physical to-do lists and also kind of having a an idea of what I want to accomplish that week that is more big picture. This is what helps me to actually go after goals that I have is to not just do the day-to-day things that I need to do, like client work and social media posts and stuff like that, but also something that is a bigger picture goal and action steps that align with that goal that I want to focus on that week. So you could do this either by having like a big three, three things that you want to do that week, three kind of mini goals to get to where you want to be, or you can have one overarching goal along with the things that you're doing on a regular basis that week. But I definitely recommend doing that and, you know, adding that into your to-do list as well. And I think that's it. I feel like that is really what I think makes a powerful to-do list. Those are some tiny changes that you can make. And always starting with something to cross off is really great. Like you showered today. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. No, I'm just kidding. But it does make you feel good right away to cross something off. So if you don't already do that, for sure, add that to your to-do list situation. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you rated and subscribed and left a review. It really helps the podcast. 
And if you are interested in our resources, lifegoalsmag.com has tons of resources for personal development and living your best life. And I now have goal sessions. So if you are interested in making an action plan for goals that you've been wanting to do forever, but you haven't mapped out, maybe you feel a little stuck on the game plan and figuring out how to, you know, make it actually achievable for your life. That will be all linked in the description below. And until next time, come chat with us on Instagram at Life Goals Mag.